Hello and welcome to the Theatre Kid podcast. I'm your host, Carl Davis, and today we're going to be talking about how you get an agent. This is the Theatre Kid podcast, offering tips and advice from industry professionals for actors, singers and dancers who dream of one day becoming a professional performer. If you're new here, welcome and thank you for joining us. If you find any value from any of these podcasts, then please do hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on our weekly episodes. And if you're feeling really generous, then a five-star review would be really appreciated. Thank you so much. But that's enough of the begging out of the way. Today, we're looking into the age-old question of how do you get an agent and do you really need one? The short answer is yes and no. Let me explain. Let me give an example. I'll start with young performers and then we'll move on to adults a little bit later on. So young performers, if you're auditioning for School of Rock or maybe you want to play Matilda or Bruce in the West End, then the casting teams will advertise nationally for these projects. And these castings are open to everyone, even if you don't have an agent. More often than not, you'll see it shared on social media. And I would be surprised if your local theatre school or your dance school isn't subscribed to these sort of casting mailing lists. If they're not sending you this kind of information, then you are very welcome to sign up to our mailing list over at mytheatreschool.com and I'll do what I can to keep you up to date. If you're wanting to get into TV and film and commercials and that kind of stuff as a young performer, then you are going to need an agent for this mainly because you can't get access to all of the opportunities that are posted on Spotlight, which is the industry standard casting website here in the UK and across Europe. Now, joining Spotlight, that costs money. Headshots can be expensive. Agents will expect you to travel to different cities across the country for castings. So some of which like you're not even going to be suitable for. It's a huge commitment and there is absolutely no guarantee that you're going to book a job. So for that reason, I don't think young performers should worry too much about getting an agent. Now, I know some young performers will be frustrated with that sentence because they desperately want to get an agent. They want to get the headshots. They want to get on Netflix or on the TV or whatever. But essentially, if you want to be a professional, you're going to want to be a professional when you're older, when you're going to get paid a lot more money to do so. As a young performer, yes, of course, it'd be nice to do that. But it's not, I wouldn't say it's a priority right now. If you can get an agent, and it doesn't cost you anything to join them, and you have the support of your family to travel to these different places, then great, go for it. But don't stress yourself out trying to get one when you're young. You'll have plenty of time to stress about agents when you're older. So let's talk about that now. Let's say you're 14, 15, at the beginning of your journey, right? And you believe you have what it takes to be a professional. First of all, let me acknowledge that self-belief. Well done. Keep telling yourself that you're good enough. It's really, really important. Now let's work out how you're going to get an agent. The most common way of getting an agent is during your third year showcase at drama college. So for this example, let's say you stay in school, you do your GCSEs, your BTECs and your A-levels, whatever you do, your sort of higher education exams, depending on what school you go to. After that, when you're roughly 18, 19, you audition and you get into drama college or university and you spend three years working on your development. At the end of your third year, your college or university will put on a showcase. They'll assign you some solos, some ensemble numbers and give you opportunities to perform in this showcase and they'll invite as many agents to this event as possible. Now, the calibre of these agents who attend will vary depending on the profile of your drama college or dance college. But either way, there are going to be agents watching you at your third year showcase. 
This is your main opportunity to shine, to catch their eye. If you perform well, you'll have agencies contacting you to set up a meeting. They'll want to get a better understanding of what type of performer you consider yourself to be, and they'll tell you what type of performer they think you are, and then they'll tell you what you could do if you work together. You may, if you're lucky, have a couple, maybe a few different agents after you, which is a really nice position to be in. This, is, this will be the first time that you look at an agent as someone who works with you, not someone who you desperately want to impress so you can work for them. That's not how the agency-client relationship works. The agent is there to get you into the audition room. That's their job. They work for you in that aspect. But generally, there isn't a hierarchy when it comes to agent-client relationships. However don't stick with an agent if they're not getting you seen. First of all, communicate or find out why that you're not getting seen for different projects and then make a decision from there. But you should be made to feel as if you're their only client. And if that's not the case, then move on. If you're good, then someone else is going to want to work with you. Let's talk about if you're ill during showcase week. Maybe you can't perform or you can't perform to your full potential. A lot of agents will attend your annual shows throughout your time at Drama College. So they'll see you in the first year, in the second year. They'll be aware of you before you get to the final showcase. And if they're interested, they'll spot you early on. They may even try to sign you early before the showcase even happens. Or they may sign you up even though you're ill and you can't perform to your full potential during showcase week. Maybe you don't get any offers at all from agents, which might seem like the end of the world at the time, but there could be a good few reasons why you didn't get any offers. But it'll be a complete waste of your time and your energy to sit around feeling sorry for yourself, trying to work out why the agents didn't send you any offers. If you don't get any offers from an agent, dust yourself off and get busy introducing yourself to every agent around. Find out who your friends signed up with and get their contact details off the website. Go through show programs that you've seen to see your favorite musical theater performers. See if they've mentioned their agents in their bio. Do some research, network. You are your own product. You are your own personal brand. So use whatever facilities you have available to you to build on that brand. But whatever you do, don't stop. Can you still find work if you don't have an agent? Yes, absolutely. You can be your own agent and submit yourself for projects on Spotlight. I know plenty of people who have worked consistently at a great level who have never had an agent. So don't panic if you don't get one. Your time will come if you work hard enough. Just, you just have to be patient. Just because you didn't get an agent straight out of drama college, it doesn't mean that you're not going to get an agent in the future. What you need to do right now is try and work on some smaller projects, get some credits on your CV, show that you are employable, and then agents are going to start paying attention. Why? Because... If they think they can make some money out of you, then more often than not, they're going to start paying attention to you. And if all else fails, just contact them and ask them if they're taking on new clients. Get in touch with agencies and say, hey, are you taking on any new clients? And if they say no, not at the moment, ask them when they're taking on new clients. Why? Because you would love the opportunity to work with them. They can only say no, right? So if you don't ask, you don't get. I hope those tips have helped. At the end of every podcast, I like to recommend some audition resources that you should check out. So this week, have a look at Laura's monologue from Our Carter Promise. And the song of the week is If I Loved You from the musical Carousel. These are great audition pieces. You should definitely check them out. If you have found any of the information in this podcast helpful, then please do subscribe. Leave us a little review. I do love to hear from you. And if you want some extra help with your training, then I'd be more than happy to work with you. Over at MyTheatreSchool.com, we offer online training with industry professionals that will genuinely help you on your journey to becoming a professional. But for now, that's it from me. Have an amazing week. I'll see you next time. Bye.